Welcome to the Mask of Moms podcast, a Disney planning podcast where we enjoy quick conversations and cocktails with a Disney twist. We are your hosts, Juliana. Hey. Lori. Hi. And Jennifer, that's me. In the spirit of sweethearts, we've been talking about getting engaged at Disney and romantic date spots. Today, we'd like to chat about the most romantic resorts at Walt Disney World for those special adult-only trips. But first, the Mouska cocktail. All right. For romance, it's more about the location than the actual beverage. So we are going to visit the wine cellar at Tuto Gusto. And of course, you're going to be there with someone special. The wine cellar offers over 200 bottles to enjoy in a low, cozy seating. The seating is very romantic. It's a cute little area back there. I think that's one of the best ones that they've done going around the world in Epcot. I feel like it's just romantic in general walking back there, especially if it's at nighttime. It's cute. It's like a little cozy wine cave. And there's a fireplace in there, which I can't wrap my head around. I've seen the fireplace and we made fun of the fireplace because I think we went when it was like Eric and I walked in when it was like 95 degrees outside and it was still like it was lit. And I was like, why? why?" I know. But they do that at Wilderness Lodge, don't they? In the name of romance, I guess. In the name of vibe. I know, but I will still ask why. Why? Why? 95. I don't need fireplace cannot. It can just be right. You don't need to light it. It seems a little wrong, doesn't it? But anyway, you can go there, get some wine of all different kinds and uh, enjoy. And it's quiet. All right. So we often talk about Disney for families of all different shapes and sizes. Three kids, two kids, eight kids, whatever it takes. But we don't usually talk. Well, we do sometimes talk about adult only trips. But we think that on adult only trips, the decisions or the factors that that come into your choice of where you're going to stay, the things you consider are a little bit different, you know? since you're not worried about squeezing people into a room or being necessarily close to Magic Kingdom or whatever. So let's indulge ourselves and consider our most romantic intentions when selecting a Walt Disney World hotel. So I put together a list of top five and I'm curious what you guys think, but I'm going to, and I tried to pick, I mean, there's no surprise that most of these are deluxe level resorts when we're talking romance and I'm bougie and I like it like that. But number five is actually not technically a a deluxe resort. It is a moderate resort, but it totally feels like deluxe. And that is the Grandestino Tower at Coronado Springs. I love this resort. I feel like it feels very adult. It is the conference sort of center at Disney World. And so it, it often has more adults walking around than children to begin with. It's got a super European vibe. And then like the grounds of the whole resort itself, they have that pretty lake and all the bridges and it's got great restaurants. Well, and I think the tower itself, you have that, isn't there like a coffee bar on the first floor that turns into a bar bar? Yeah. And, and then there's like, the, the lounge upstairs with the restaurant. It does, it does have a deluxe feel without quite as high a price tag. I like it. I've never stayed, but I've been to eat and stuff at the hotel. And I would I would agree with you. Well done. Yeah, on the top floor, they have the Dahlia Lounge, which is yes. a great bar. And then right across the like atrium from there or whatever you want to call it is 
is Toledo, which is one of my probably top five Disney World restaurants. Yeah, and and I don't think it's any fault of yours that none of our none of the resorts on the list are value resorts because honestly, those the theming and the value resorts are notoriously like whimsical, and that's not whims. It's just I mean, listen, I just don't think you can be whimsical romantic. Well, maybe you can, like if you if that's no your chance. thing. No, not me, but no. I mean, you know, the cozy cone is cute, I guess, but. It's cute. It's not romantic. That's not romantic. I, I was going to say there's nothing at, there's nothing at our animation that's romantic. And pop century, there's nothing romantic. It's so no. I, okay, but what about Port Orleans Riverside? I think no. that's to, I think that's totally romantic. You can go on a horse carriage ride. You think the bayou is romantic with yes. all the trees and the walking millions of miles to your room? Don't forget the mosquitoes. It's like Savannah. And the mosquitoes and the alligators and that, that, the banjo playing in the background. Yes. I think it's easier to make a case for those resorts than than the value ones. So first of all, Port Orleans wasn't even on my list. But if we're if but we're going on a tangent as we do, and we're we're talking about moderates, Coronado Springs definitely is the winning moderate, if you ask me. I agree. And and Port Orleans, like I don't think of French Quarter and Mardi Gras as specifically romantic. But that bayou, like walking around those, that's really pretty. It's like Savannah. It's pretty. It's quiet. I like that about uh, downtown Savannah is romantic. The bayou out in the wilderness is, I I can't, I don't, Coronado is not my favorite. It's, I love their restaurants. I love their bars. It's just not, I I don't like it. I don't. She brought it back to Coronado. Yeah, I did. I did. I don't I don't like the I'm not a huge fan of the resort itself. I like it. The restaurants and the bars, I think, are fantastic. That's why I like it. And the rooms, by the way, the rooms in the tower are really, really nice. And they have a great club level. This is the only moderate resort on property that has a club level, the Kronos Club. And it is really, really nice. They also have a room that they don't call a one bedroom, but it is. It's an actual studio that has a separate door to the bedroom that closes. So this is not on topic for this podcast. But if you are traveling with your children, you can stay here and have it still be a little bit romantic, I suppose. Yeah. And the other thing, too, here's a little bonus tip for you at Coronado Springs. If you're staying in the Grandestino Tower, the Grandestino Tower is a bookable category separate from the casitas or the ranchos or whatever they call them. But just book a standard view because they're cheaper. And if you request a high floor, you can actually see the fireworks at night from a standard view. A water view is actually more expensive and faces the wrong way. So there's a little bonus mouse tip if you're going to stay at Grandestino to book a standard view and request a high floor. Because what screams romance more than fireworks from, you know, bed or your balcony? Well, there's no balconies. But anyway, so any other thoughts on Coronado? No, I think you got the the one and only. The one and only perk. One and only romantic moderate. I like it. Okay, so, and then we're obviously into the deluxes. And I tried to pick ones in different locations because you could make some cases here. But let's start with Animal Kingdom Lodge. This is romantic only, I think, for a very specific subset of people, right? If you've ever thought about going on African safari with your sweetheart, or, you know, you're more adventurous or you're an animal lover. If you're a foodie, this is the place because it's definitely got some unique eats that other places don't offer. You must get a Savannah View room here. Otherwise, did you even stay at Animal Kingdom Lodge? 
Yeah, it's some people say they're not going to spend the money. Savannah's a little bit more expensive and they'll just see him walking through the hallways. But it's not the same. Like that's that's why you're staying there is to see the animals. Yeah, maybe again, if you're not going for romance, whatever. But if you want to be romantic, like sit sitting out on your balcony and having your coffee with the giraffes right there. I mean, it really I've never you've been on safari. I've never been on safari, but I imagine that this is what it feels like. It's very similar. They've done, I mean, it's Disney, right? Like they've done a fantastic job. I've stayed in the safari resort in a safari in Africa and they've pretty much nailed it. You know, it's it's very romantic in the morning to wake up and have your coffee and sit on a balcony overlooking the animals. And regardless, some people think that like, well, I don't know if I'll get a view if I get a Savannah view. When you have a Savannah view, there are no bad views. Like you're not getting a bad Savannah view. They're all kind of central located. They're all around there. But coffee is very cute in the morning. And then even around sunset, they go out and give them dinner at like five through between five and six o'clock. And that's when the animals are really walking around. I think it's really cool. And the lodge itself is gorgeous. It's also a very quiet resort, which Mm -hmm. again, I think is a nice feature in in a theme park area. It's peaceful. It's peaceful. It's secluded. The food is fantastic. You don't even feel like you need to leave. The pool is great to hang out in. And this is a huge resort where I say it as a pro and not a minus, right? Like a huge resort is often not so attractive because it's a lot of walking and whatever. This is a huge resort, but I love it because there are so many nooks to explore, quiet reading spots, just you know, cool places to look at African art. And there's just always something going on. And and if you just walk around a little bit, you're going to find something really cool to look at and see. I just really, I like it. I think there's a lot of good places for lovers to get lost at Animal Kingdom Lodge. Ooh, you like that? I think their restaurants, though, are on the romantic side, too. Like mm-hmm. each and every one of them. I Fine. Boma, maybe not because it's a buffet. But Jiko, Sanaa, like the bars, I feel like those are very romantic and they have cute little sitting areas that mm-hmm. you can go outside around a fire pit around this, that that's what I think really makes it. I, their pools to me are not, they're loud. They're not my favorite, but. The one in Kadani yeah. is quieter. The one in Kadani is quieter. You go away yeah. from like the whole kids splash pad area and it's quiet and you can see on the Savannah and they have a bar. I think I prefer Kadani. I actually don't like the pool at Jambo House because the bar mm-hmm. like splits up the whole patio. Yeah. And so you can't walk around the whole pool. So yeah, but we're talking romance. The pool at Jambo is not romantic, but if you want romance, like I said, you could just take a romantic stroll over to Kadani and hang out at the quiet pool over there. And it really is the nicest quiet pool on property. It's not technically a quiet pool though, is it? No, it's not. But the one thing that is missing still from Animal Kingdom Lodge that'll totally, you know, up this one's status is the the spa's not open still. Mm. No, I don't know if that spa's ever going to get open. That's a shame. I had a massage there years ago. It was lovely. I bet it would be. I bet it would be. Yeah. Now, I really like Animal Kingdom Lodge as a resort to visit. And speaking of that bar that Lori mentioned, like the main bar off the side there on whatever Mm -hmm. level it is, it's very inviting. It's just very, it's open yet still, but not exposed. I don't know. It's just very cozy and inviting at the same time. 
All right. So number three is one of my favorite resorts for romance. I don't know why. There's something chic about it that I really love. And that's the Yacht Club. I love the New England vibe. I love the big globe when you walk in. It just feels very upscale to me. There's And it's it's got that New England charm. It's on the water. There's something about the dark hardwoods in there. Yeah, and the navy like, blues and like... It is. It's ro- it is romantic. It's like uh, JFK Jr. Yeah, like Kennebunkport kind of thing. Like, yeah, like you're in Nantucket. So I like its location, that it's close to Epcot. I will say again, the pool is loud. The pool is not romantic. The pool is great for families. They actually have a quiet pool, though. And when I'm not with the kids, I actually prefer that one. Mm-hmm. Their quiet pool back in Yacht Club, it's actually on the other side of the building, is it's very quiet. The only downside is they do not have a bar over there. That's a miss. That's a miss. It is. Yeah. I would say for um, at the Yacht Club, a water view is a must for romance. I love looking over the water and they have the pretty little lighthouse at the end of the bridge. It's just really sweet and cute. I like that it's close to the boardwalk, so you can head over there for some of the action at night, but it's quieter. You don't have to stay and and hear it all or whatever. Personally, I prefer Yacht Club to Beach Club. As everyone knows, they're sister resorts. They share a pool and a lot of amenities. But if you want, the Yacht Club does not have suites, though. So if you want to like really upgrade the experience, you'd have to go to Beach Club and, and do like the Nantucket VP suite or whatever. I think they have another suite, too. Beach Club's rooms are not good so hopefully they those renovating are coming soon because oh, the, the standard rooms at beach club the standard even the suites like they're just they're all very old over there they're dated they're dated and they're all very different even the standard like deluxe studios depending on which ones you get they're all a bit different we hmm. got moved a few times because the wells are super thin over there too and they're literally they every room was a bit different I'm surprised that Beach Club has not been more recently renovated. Yacht Club was renovated, I want to say now, gosh, 13 years ago now? Like, just about ten, eight no. years ago. Teresa was five. I would say, She's yeah, 13 eight now. or 10, because we took Blake there right after the renovation. Seven. Yeah. So we stayed during the reno. And the it's a little while ago now, but the rooms still hold up. They're beautiful. They've got the hardwood They're beautiful. floors. It's like stepping into a ginormous cruise ship stateroom. They've got all the nautical yeah. touches. I was blown away because we actually were in a non-renovated room. And then halfway through our stay got upgraded to a renovated room. And it was like night and day. And that was like we said, what, eight years ago. It's really hard to imagine that at Beach Club, they haven't brought the rooms up to that level yet. And that's yeah. the one that has these special suites, the Nantucket suite. There's a bigger suite too, but it sleeps nine. That's not necessary for romance. The Nantucket suite will do no. you, but they're going to need to upgrade it. I say stay at Yacht Club in a water view. Yep. And now a word from our sponsors. Mouse Kamams are avid travel enthusiasts and our podcast is sponsored by Kingdom and Cruise Travel. If you are interested in booking a vacation to Disney or any other worldwide destination, be sure to check out the website, kingdomandcruise.com, and their Facebook page, Kingdom and Cruise Travel. All right, the next one on the list is also a deluxe, and it is on the Skyliner, and it is the Riviera. I didn't even put any notes down for why the Riviera is romantic, because it just, it's like everything about it is kind of romantic. It's more of a high-rise hotel. Yeah. It is, but it's like a high-rise hotel on French Riviera. 
Uh, Riviera. See? Oh my God. Wow. That's why it's called yeah. Riviera. Wow. Yeah. That, uh-huh. I just got that. That's All right. Making yeah. your no, mark here, Jen. It's a beautiful, <laughs> elegant resort. It is. It's an elegant resort. Even with kids, it's not necessarily, there's no kid theming until you get to the actual pool area. And even when you're around the pool area, it's like to the left where the splash pad area is because to the right is a very nice pool with the little clamshells and they have the gelato, but it's not very kid vibe. Mm-mm. So it's, yeah, it's just an, I love this resort. It's even the favorite. poolside bar and restaurant doesn't really even feel like a poolside bar and restaurant. It feels more yeah. like a, like strolling down the Riviera on the side of the boardwalk or whatever restaurant. Yeah. And the rooms are beautiful. They're gorgeous, but not stuffy. Topolino's is up top. Yeah. yeah. Topolino's, which Does is Topolino's great. A bar? Yes. Yes. But, and I think you can even eat at the bar. You can eat at the bar. They have high tops, high tops and tables there. And then the outdoor seating area is where you can go. So you can go to the bar, grab a drink, and then go to the outdoor seating area. You, yeah. you beat me to it. That was what I was going to ask. Can you sit? Yeah. So they have, you know, Topolino's is at the very top of the resort. And they have a big balcony with like those, if you can imagine, those very European, like heavy raw iron chairs with like the big cushions with the stripes on them. Am I making this up? Nope. That's how I remember it. And you just sit there and like look over the whole resort. It's really cool. It's really cool. I like it. So that's romantic. Yeah, they have some very nice seating out there. Um, And I feel like it doesn't get used as what you thought it would be. Mm-hmm. Specifically, I mean, it. if you're there at brunch, nobody, people go out there for pictures. Mm-hmm. But the cocktail hour, I guess you would call it, before the sunset there's a few people out there, but it's so gorgeous that it's never, I feel like it's just never a super busy area and it so should be. It should be. So the secret's out now. Get ready, people at Topolino's. The mouse come on right. said it and now it's going to be used. No, we went out there too. We were actually encouraged while we were having our dinner. They were like, go ahead and outside and while the sun is setting, blah, blah, blah. And I don't, there was no one out there. Yeah, there's nobody there. It's, yeah. And the Riviera also has one of the nicest coffee shops on property in general it is really nice yeah they have a very very nice coffee shop i also feel like for people if you're going there for a romantic stay they have one of the nicest walking areas like pathwise you do have to obviously walk into the caribbean a caribbean resort but i think it's one of the coolest features is that you can walk around that lagoon water area and do a whole circle going around there we saw lots of couples doing that first thing in the morning or later at night, because if you haven't gotten enough walking in during your Disney vacation, (laughs) you can can walk around that little pond area. And I think that's a really cool feature. They also have a beach area with those big, comfy, like clamshell seats. Mm. Oh, to meet the crocodiles? Well, or watch the water, not to, certainly not to go in the water. I don't even think you can get close to it anymore. There's like fences and stuff 1500 signs and but fences. it's pretty to watch and the beach is nice to sit on yes yeah very pretty it's a good one what's number one it shouldn't be any surprise that number one is grand floridian i mean it's definitely screams classic romance with the whole if if the victorian era is your idea of romance which i think that it it is most people's sort of what they picture 
the grounds are beautiful. This is where the spa is. This is where the big wedding pavilion is. This is where some of our favorite places to eat and drink are. I think Enchanted Rose is probably the most romantic bar on property. I can't tell me if there's another one. I can't think of maybe the top of the world. I've not been there. Mm-mm. No. no. I just, I wish there were, <laughs> I wish there were fewer kids. <laughs> That's the problem, right? So when I was doing the list, I only wanted to pick one monorail resort. We knew it wasn't going to be contemporary because there's absolutely nothing romantic about contemporary. I don't even, I don't even think California girls can cont- uh, romantic, but I know I'm alone in that one. But then I was torn between the Polynesian and Grand Floridian. Like Grand Floridian yeah. is definitely romantic, but Polly's got King Kamehameha, like the the room, that big special suite and stuff. And it's supposed to be Hawaiian themed. But even though I am a sucker for Hawaii and like think Hawaii is the most amazing place on the planet, I still picked Grand Floridian. I think that the Grand has more little places around there that could be romantic, like I know you can bring your kid to Enchanted Rose, but I rarely see any. Mm-hmm. And if I do, they're well-behaved kids. Mm-hmm. And like, you're not going to the Polly for a romantic night at Trader Sam's. <laughs> no, I feel like there are some, I think it just depends too on your interest too. Like some people hate the Victorian. They yes. hate everything about that it's era, very right? stuffy. In which then I would do the Polynesian. I think the Polynesian has the whimsy of Hawaii and the hot tubs and the waterfall pool and all that can be very romantic. And they have some cute areas that are on, you know, those little rocking swings that over on their little beach area that overlook the water. They have some cute areas. And the bungalows. Yes. And the bungalows. That's true. And the bungalows. For the overall feel, though, I'm I'm with the Grand Flirtian. But I think think it's... Yeah, it's mostly because of the restaurants. Like, Yes, it's those other spaces. It's not necessarily the rooms, but it's the other little spaces on that property that are more conducive to a romantic evening than like Ohana and Trader Sam's. Right. Like I find Polynesian to be a really great time, but but Grand Floridian, I I feel like I'm being pampered when I'm there. Yes, I just wish there were less kids, which I think is why I like <laughs> Riviera so much, because I think it has it has a similar-ish vibe to the Grand, because it's very mm-hmm. upscale, but there you get fewer kids because you're not on the monorail. Right. In fact, right. Like, really, I struggled with that because of with the monorail resorts. I was like, but they all have so many kids. <laughs> I, know. I know. But think about it. you have Citricos, you have Narcoosies, you have Enchanted yep. Row. It's just right. It, it is. It's the winner. You're right. And you have the only adults only restaurant on Disney property that's located at the Grand Florida. Yes. Yeah. Victorian Alberts. That's right, which we, how did we forget to mention that? Yeah. So I guess. Um, Oh, because it's more money than I will ever spend on a single dinner at Disney World. That's why. I think we owe it to our listener to try it though. But. Where's that GoFundMe? I know, right? I think, I think though, if you time it right and you go like early September or early January, when it's not as crowded with kids anyway, then you, you're winning. So. Another mouse tip Winning. There. there you go. Bonus mouse tip What's Bonus the real mouse tip So the real mouse tip this one is for those of us who usually choose an entry level or basic room at a deluxe level resort. Don't do this for this kind of trip. This is not a way to be romantic. Consider that on a <laughs> couple's trip, 
you may actually be spending some time in the room. So wait, why are you spending time in the room? Sleeping, sleeping, because sleeping. Oh. your kids aren't there to keep you awake. Yes, Got catching it. up on eighteen years of missed sleep. Uh, so you might as well enjoy the view from your closed eyes while you're sleeping. <laughs> the back of your eyelids. <laughs> anyway, it sounded good when I first read it. You be the judge. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mouseker friends, there you have it. Our top five romantic resorts at Disney World. Did we miss any? Drop us a note. Check out our Facebook group, Mouseka Moms Podcast, to dive deeper into this and all things Disney and Disney planning. Be sure to follow our show so that you receive notifications when new content is released and you never miss an episode. And please consider writing us a review as well. We'd really appreciate it. Now it's time to say goodbye to all our company. Can I see you real soon? Because we like you. Yeah.